This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Slaughterhouse Princess, brought to you by Anxiety and Alcohol. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Yes, we all know. Quite. And I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. Troy. Are you saying are you saying Hotlanta that we put both the A's in AA? I'm saying that I have liquid anxiety that I put into my beer. Oh, okay. That's a bad choice. I, I like to go both you. directions at once. Get off my case, old man. <laughs> you don't understand yeah, us a, young people. It's don't it's throw a your brown squint your eyes at me like that. I'm literally the youngest you person on this eyebrows podcast. eyebrows up. It's Hotlanta's version of a speedball. I like it. <laughs> so, anxiety is the opposite of depressing? It's just Adderall and whiskey. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't know. They're in equal parts. Yikes, that seems like a bad idea. By weight. It's like, I made Adderall sludge? I take a pound of Adderall and a pound of whiskey. And pound them. <laughs> the Adderall and I pound slurry. them, bitches. And then I'm ready to go for about 45 minutes, and then my nose starts bleeding, and then we go to the hospital. That's my <laughs> and routine. His, and then his heart explodes. And... and then I come to Chris's and start flicking the lights on. That's just that's just how we roll. <laughs> uh, so this movie... Disclaimer, suggested... don't really do Adderall and whiskey. Yeah, no. Was suggested to us by Hugh, who, Hotlanta? My my or beloved, by, yeah, your your wifey. Did you almost correct yourself and call me by my government name? No, I almost said by whom. Oh, okay. because that would have been correct. Ah. <laughs> I'm just disappointed you you skipped the obvious my wife joke. You know, because because Sasha Baron Cohen is in this. You do it so much better than I do, though. That would be weird for you to say that about my wife. No, I can't because it's not. It's not my wife. I'll try. My wife! Good, you got was it. That, was that like Got Borat? it in one. Did I sound like Borat? The important thing is you explain the joke before the joke has happened. <laughs> yes. My That's wife comedy, gave folks. us this movie. Comedy! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Shut up. <sighs> you look like you're hoping for a groping. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm getting into the uh, tags on... Apple Podcasts, <laughs> so I can remove comedy. You're recoiling. It's funny to me. I mean, we're lucky. I guess we're probably lucky that the the name worst comedy show ever has already been taken. Yeah. So we had, we had to get creative and use Slaughterhouse Princess instead. What are you waiting on? Christmas? Get that damn book open. Yeah, I am actually. That doesn't make any kind of sense. <laughs> he wants his birthday presents. Crimbus presents. Happy birthmas. His crimbo pressies. Yep. You get nothing. Read your book. We watched Sweeney Todd. Yep. I'm trying to contribute. Oh. <laughs> so how does this movie start, Chris? From the beginning, John Amplis and such. On a boat. On a boat. Yeah. Boats and hoes. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to name anyone T-Pain this time. <laughs> 
There's no time for naming people T-Pain. Nope. And uh, on the boat is Sweeney Todd and... On a boat. Young gentleman. That Pretty boy. haired kid. Yeah. And I guess Sweeney Todd was trapped at sea? Question mark? I think he was in prison somewhere. Yeah. Like he was at a prison that he was in. For... 13 to 15 years crimes against humanity yeah just like me and uh this is a musical uh god <laughs> oh i mean go ahead yeah yeah god is just short for go ahead yeah it's geo apostrophe d get or done So uh, they they sing a song about London. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Dial it back. They sing a song about London. <laughs> Where'd that come from? What's all these songs in this movie for? To pad out the runtime to oh, yeah. a, so that completely unnecessary two hours. Two minutes long. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's all the song is all about how shitty London is. Yeah. Was London calling? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Not in this instance. I'm so sorry. And nor were there any werewolves of London. Also true. By the river! Um, no, you're on your own on that one, Chief. Clashed. Uh, <laughs> river, Clashed, London. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I any other songs referencing London right now for some goddamn reason. Chris's Sharona. Oh, yeah, that song about London. Yeah. <laughs> the touch of the London kind. I, I've never heard that one. Well, no, that's. I was replacing a lyric in my oh. Sharona with that. He always gets it up for the touch of the younger kind in that song, which Chris really. Chris just keeps batting his eyes at me. I'm, it makes which, me very uncomfortable. Yeah, like I used to like that song was great until I listened to the lyrics and I was like, wait a second. I don't think this is. This is very good. I think there's problems here. Yeah, it, it's got some things that it says. Uh, quaaludes, I think, is what yeah. we're going for, was all the quaaludes. I mean, I think Alan Rickman's character in this movie could have sang that song. Alan Rickman was on all the quaaludes. Is that in why he sounds so he flat all the old, time? Yeah, it's all the quaaludes he's been saving since the 60s. The quaaludes just flatten him right out? Yep. Don't they you? I've never had, never taken a Quaalude. I would imagine they'd be expensive. Yeah, probably. They haven't made them for like four decades. Yeah, I just remember that bit on Weeds about how someone had like one last Quaalude left. I just know from Dennis Leary where he yelled about the fucking ludes, man. So this movie, what? they sing about London. Oh, yeah. songs! <laughs> and, uh, Sweeney Todd isn't really Sweeney Todd. He's some other guy whose name escapes me. Barker, Bob Barker. Yeah. And he sings a song about spaying your pets. Benji Barker. Yeah. <laughs> what, from, from Good Charlotte? Why can't we watch Benji, the movie, for the podcast? It's too scary. Oh. Dude, it's <laughs> scary. It's like Cujo Part 2. Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine a little Benji dog like jumping up and like ripping people's throats out. We should watch Benji for the Halloween everywhere. podcast. 
I'll go ahead and throw that out there. I want to see that now. Yeah, let's watch Benji. I don't think he wants to see Benji. He wants to see the alternate reality Benji. Yeah. Although, if you want to see a movie with a robotic dog karate kicking people, you can watch a movie called Chomps. That's C.H.O.M.P.S. Too many dots. I'm not into it. Let's watch Benji. Oh, God. Why do I know what that is? <laughs> I just remember watching that as a tiny kid. And I believe uh, Command 99 was it made it it made it like jump up in the air and kick someone. <laughs> As you do. So yes. Benny Barker. Yeah, Bob uh, Barker. Oh yeah. He's he sings a song about uh a song. How he had a wife and she was beautiful, which he says no less than thirty seven times in the song. Yep. And there was a baby. And, yep. And then that um there was a judge who had the hots for his wife, even though his wife was married. Yeah. So the, try to steal her away. The judge sentenced him to sea prison. Judge Quaaludes. And then stole his wife. Not in the sense of seduced her, but I think physically took her. Yeah, like yeah. she was property. He just snatched it up. It's yeah, it, it's Victorian times. Women did not have all of the rights. They had almost none of the rights. They were still yeah. technically property. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had not shown up on the scene yet. She went in there and rocked them motherfuckers. And so right. he uh, he embraces his new identity as Sweeney T-Swad. Teeny Swad. <laughs> and he heads back to... Sounds so unappealing. The place he used to have a barber shop, I think. Yeah. Yeah. On and that, that, that chick from the Fight Club, she was there making pies. Yeah, Fight Club girl was there. Yeah, Fight Club was yep. making pies. Yep, and, and but she was making pies according to the song out of whatever animal she managed to get her hands on, whether that be cat, rat, dog, bat, didn't matter. It's okay because she was killing insects with the rolling pin she was using, and the egg wash did not look like egg wash. Ah, family, it might have looked like egg wash that somebody whipped up a couple of months ago, but those yeah. pies were bad, dog. They were hard as hockey pucks and had big green spots on them. That was the whole. Nope point of the song was how bad she was at her job yep we yep. had to have a nine minute long song about how bad the pies were the bad bad pies yeah <laughs> that attracted all the flies so now they uh, dies. So <laughs> why aren't you yes. singing parts of the song chris why are yeah why don't we why, are, why don't we do this episode as a musical chris i'll pick you up and work you like a musical instrument uh yeah. What? Oh! What kind of musical instrument? He Woodwind. says, frightened of the answer. Woodwind. <laughs> oh, uh, that's the third least pleasant answer. So that's. Hey, you don't want to be a string oh. instrument, do you? I'm just glad it wasn't. <laughs> so the we'll just stick with fucking woodwind. Because yeah. if, well, I mean, if you have, we'll go. Well, because Cag Cagney and Lacey aren't here, Chris. Turn you into brass. Play you like a. Seen, play you it, like a trumpet. If you haven't seen Spy, you should see Spy. It's a good movie. Uh, like a trumpet. As long as it's not the rusty trombone. No. Or the pink sock. So, uh, where are we? Repulsive. <laughs> uh, he's meeting... He's eating a meat-ish pie? He's got that moldy old hockey puck full of cat guts. Yeah. 
And, and they, uh, retire to the boudoir to have some straight gin. Yep. That's right. This movie inspired me and Chris, and I forced Chris and I to drink some gin. That's that's cool. That was almost an uh, intelligible human sentence that you spit out. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. The no, but next time, Chris, right, but that's make what sure happened. you have an IPA on hand and just add a little bit of gin to your IPA. It's real good. Nope, he didn't want it. We drank it. Yeah, we added gin to our insides. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it's better than mezcal, though, right? Oh, yeah. I tried for the mezcal, but he wasn't having that. I was not having that. Nope. <laughs> One of these How days. much of that bottle do you have left, anyway? Quarter? I have. Really? I, I bet if I drink some, he'd drink some, maybe. I don't know. It'd, it'd have to be a very special occasion. Do like next it. week. We'll find out next week. Next week's do a special it. occasion. Do it. I don't want yeah, to I'll, have, I'm not I'll trying find to get some liquor I don't want sick. to drink, and I'll take a drink with you of that. I'm not trying to get myself sick, just Chris, and we'll we'll do that next week. Next week, yeah. I will get Trish, Chris, Tris, that's what we're calling it. To, uh, Trish? Yes. Tri- <laughs> no, Tris, no H, just Tris. Oh, okay. Okay, like in Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. We'll drink some mezcal next week. Get back to I your am, work. I am you're, noted you're, sex you're, robot. You're slacking mm. off from your, you're slacking off from your duty. Said yes. duty. <laughs> Poop. So, uh, they'd have some gin. There's a song about how his wife uh, poisoned herself. Yeah, and uh, whatever we're calling Fight Club Girl. Uh, Fight Club. Te- tells him how his wife ran off with the judge rather than being kidnapped by the judge. You're telling me they was canoodling? Well, he had like been offering her flowers every day, but then like she accepted an invitation to some party and they basically oh, like, Oh yeah. She went to that eyes wide shut party. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I'm pretty sure he raped her. Did they have a buffet? Yes. Uh, maybe she was the buffet. I'm not sure. I mean, usually eyes wide shut parties have a buffet. Not that all you I can know. You see, saying those parties are all you can eat. Walk a flock of flame. That. That. Ugh. Wop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wild ass podcast. Yep. That's us. That's so, what WAP uh, stands for. I just invented that. WAP indeed. Yep. Wild ass podcast. So, uh, Teeny Squad. We need to get that trademark before somebody else picks up on that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want somebody else to go I'll around. get our fucking copyright lawyer on that the, immediately. You're our yeah. copyright lawyer. Well, we're you should also trouble. ask people, Brett, why <laughs> podcasts are great until they have to be great. WAP! <laughs> It's yeah. Why, why do you say it like it's got an O in the middle? I'm sorry. <laughs> Wap. Yes. Wild ass podcast. So uh, wink. Old uh, teeny swad spills the beans that he's really original name he here. Makes him Bob sound so small that yeah. way. Teeny. And they uh they sing a song about how his razors are in the floorboards. Well, yeah, then, how are you going to express that your razors are in the floorboards if you don't turn it into a song, Chris? I don't know. It is kind of like, li- this movie is kind of like living with my wife because she does like to narrate things in song a lot. 
Do you have a lot that of straight razors in your floorboards? I don't have any straight razors in my floorboards. I have a safety razor in my bathroom, however. They define a lot. Uh, More seven. than any? Yes. Yeah. No, I would say probably a good six or eight times a week, something that either she is doing or I am doing gets narrated in song. Chris is looking me with contempt. That's unrelated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just uh, Chris's general look. Yeah. You're just contemptible. Maybe just stop turning on my goddamn lights when you would come over here. He's angry and <laughs> smiling for some reason. You're simply contemptible. <laughs> huh. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, as all this whatever the fuck is going on, the uh, the pretty sailor guy from earlier is... Uh, well, he didn't know you were so attracted to him, but go ahead. No, he's definitely, like, pretty boy. Like, he is... Like, he could be in a boy band if they had boy bands in Victorian times. Yeah, he's pretty easy on the eyes. I'll give you that one. And they, uh... He's sitting outside of a large house, and the girl inside is singing a Thank song about... Description. I don't know. Birds. Larks yeah. or something. And turns out, by sheer coincidence... By pure coinkydink... That it is the daughter of uh, T.B. Squad. Yeah, it's that baby what they showed. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens to be the judge's house. Because she is his ward now. And I'm pretty sure the judge and her like dress up in in weird costumes and fight crime at night. That would have been a more entertaining movie. Last time I yeah. heard the title Ward was the sword in the stone, I do believe. Uh, well, because uh, Dick Grayson was known as Bruce Wayne's ward. So, yeah. Spatman. Yes, Spatman. We bop bop bada bo. <laughs> no, it's Scatman. Yeah. Uh, Spatman. No, I think no, I think <laughs> Scatman was it was in some like German porn I heard about. See, Troy gets it. Uh, all right. I mean Spat Scat. Spat Scat. Isn't that that cat from the Paula Abdul video? That's a genre of music. <laughs> Spat cat. Scheisse mensch. A lot of meowing and pooping. What? What? So anyway. <laughs> The uh, the pretty sailor falls instantly in love with the bird girl. Yes, Robin. And then the judge invites him into the house. Not the judge, but Peter Pettigrew. Is that yeah. the guy you were calling the penguin? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we have the penguin and Robin now. Okay. Good. See, we're halfway to Batman now. We're getting there. We're gonna be okay, guys. And oh, yep. but then they sing again. And they invite... No, they just invite him in to talk about... No, I would imagine they sang at some point in yeah, time during the to talk about things like catamites. And, uh... And Singapore prostitutes. Yeah. Topical? And then they drag I mean, him outside and hit him with a stick. Yes. And he's For like, oh, and by the way, you will not be dating Robin. They were just teasing in yeah. fact, don't think about Robin ever again. They took that part out of his brain. Or next time it'll be in your pretty face bits. It's the same way they yes. make mummies. 
They beat them with sticks? Oh, they put a hot poker up in their nose and pulled their brains out. I don't think that's an accurate statement in the slightest. I think that has something to do with making mummies. A hot poker. Yeah, and they pulled their brains out through their nose, dog. With a hot poker. Yeah. I don't think it's it's a hot poker, but it's like, I think it's like a thing with a hook on the end. Yeah. They they twist it all around and like. It's hot though. Right. I don't think it needs to be hot. Well, they're dead. It's not like it has to be sanitary. Hot as in arousing. Oh, okay. Yeah, see? Oh, no, that's better. Now you're on the same page. It's a big, throbbing, veiny poker. That's what he's saying. Real hot, big, throbbing, veiny cock poker. Cool, cool. Poker. Yeah, no, keep keep digging. You'll get there. Pop, 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 poker. Face? Yes. My poker face. I don't like any of this. Uh, I'm sorry. This podcast is over. No, it's yeah. not. Keep <laughs> on going. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to decide that, Chris. Sorry. Toby, get my whip. So, uh, <laughs> meanwhile... Uh, there's a a song to be sung. Yeah, there's a cart where a kid sings yeah. a song about hair tonic. Snake it's a medicine oil. show. Yeah, yeah. This little kid, he's got like, yeah, he's talking about how it will make you grow hair on your head. And while they're passing it all around for people to smell, uh, uh, what a fight girl, teeny swad, and and teeny swad or Bob Barker and fight girl. Uh, get a whiff of it, and they're like, it smells like piss mixed with ink. Delicious. Yeah. That's how I start uh, my day. Piss and, then, and ink, I ask for. And Borat shows up to defend the honor of the uh, tonic. And what does he yes. say? He, he is the king of barbers and the barber to kings. Yeah. My wife. Yes, my wife, quite. He's the king he's of like, the castle. Al- Alfonso Robitelli or something. I forget what it is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he he plays an Italian character. Yeah, and Bob Barker challenges him to a uh, shave off. He looked yep. like a matador to me. He did. He dressed like a matador and spoke with an Italian accent. And they uh they have themselves a singing shave off, which I don't know. I wasn't around Victorian London, so I assume that happened often. Yeah. Although I did like though how uh uh. Uh, Borat's like singing and singing and singing and like occasionally like rubbing his uh, razor over the guy's face. And then Bob Barker just goes up there and like makes like three quick strokes and he's done. Yeah. And the, and the guy's face is like super close shave, super done. That's another fun game me and Chris play. Uh, I try to hold him down and shave his face against his will. It's pretty exciting. He gets cut up pretty bad. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've not graduated to the straight razor. I use a safety razor, which is close enough for me. I don't know if I could bring myself to use a straight razor. I've been using the same unsharpened straight razor for a couple of decades. Do you have a strop for it? Technically, I guess you'd call it a hair remover at this point versus a shaver, because the shaver would imply cutting. Yeah, yours just pulls but, uh, the hairs out follicle by follicle. Pull is yeah. polite. <laughs> more of a jerk. It's less of a razor and more of a handheld rake. <laughs> it's just, it's just a long tweezer. I just barehanded try to rip Chris's facial hair out. It's fun. He has a good time with it. I don't want to do it, but he won't leave me alone about it. So, 
Yeah. I've already grown in my winter beard, so I don't think I can. I'm not going to use my razor for a while. Uh huh. That's good because people can hear that thing you just did. Yep, nope, still, still isn't. Oh, see, George got it. It's ASMR. <laughs> I would have got Both. yelled at. <laughs> or the opposite of that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of ASMR Thanks, is, George. that's what that was. I was RMSA. getting there, but you went ahead and went there, so. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Peter Pettigrew is the like- judge of the shave contest. And he's like, winner, Bob Barker, I'll meet you at your shave facility. Yeah, and and I think uh, my my boss was going to should stop by because you give the goddamn best shaves I've ever fucking seen in my goddamn fucking life. I think Chris's words were, are they having a fucking shave off? (laughs) And then Giles from Buffy shows up and says, hey, uh, Bob Barker, do you have your own place? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm on Fleet Street above the, the crappy meat pie emporium. And he's like, that's great. And then it's never fucking heard from again. Yeah. Nope. This movie. See you later. He exposited and left. Yeah. And then and the, stuff. Well, yeah, I think uh, Bob Barker opens up his Barbary. Mm-hmm. And then Borat and, comes back, right? Borat and that kid. Oh yeah, Borat shows up. Yeah, good call Brett or Hotlanta. Good call, Brett. Who is this Brett you speak of? It's short for Botanomyces. It's short for Hotlanta. It's my second favorite type of yeast. What Congratulations you? on having a multiple yeast. Do you have a third favorites? I mean, as a home brewer, yes, I do actually have favorite yeasts because <laughs> that's what I use to turn sugar like malt sugar water into beer so Chris uh, produces infection yeast go ahead Chris yeah so Borat shows up and turns out that he's not really an Italian he's just some shady grifter yep I was really like selling hair tonic he's a shady grifter <laughs> I know <right>? what <laughs> he wants his five quid back yeah and Turns out that he was at one point an apprentice to Bob Barker back in the day. And so yep. he, in order to not rat him out, he wants 50%. Yep. So Bob Barker uh, beats him to death. With a kettle. Well, no, he does not beat him to death. He beats him unconscious with he the kettle. He beats him nearly True. to death. He just Thank bleeds you, everywhere. Yes. And then uh, cut to downstairs where uh, Tobias, Toby, is uh, down there drinking gin like a fucking fish. (laughs) You got to soak up something in the meat pies, you know what I mean? Yeah, the little kid is like, he's like, just leave the bottle. Literally says, just leave the bottle. (laughs) Yeah. He's had a hard time. Had a lot of shit happen to him in these eight years. Also implies that he got raped, that like, Kids got raped at the uh, the kid prison at night, so that was you know a nice happy little interlude. Yeah, Bob, they sang a song about it. It's fine. Yeah, and and then he's like, "Oh shit, uh, Borat's got an appointment across town that he's got to make, or else he's going to beat my ass for letting him forget it." 
And he goes upstairs and there's no Borat to be found. And he sits on the crate that has Borat's still moving hand in it. Yeah. Yep. Because he's not dead, Chris. Uh, yeah, enough. Chris, he's not dead. Sorry. God. I know. It's my bad. This movie's incredibly engaging. And You're always your bad. <laughs> weird to but think then they, that I didn't pay attention. So they convince Toby that uh, Borat has abandoned him and they're going to end uh, fight club girl is going or fight club lady uh you know martha martha or marla i'm sorry marla marcia Christ, i should i should know it's marla and uh convinces him to come work for her like selling meat pies and then bob barker opens up the crate and cuts borat's throat with his silvery straight razors he didn't protect protect his neck dog no yeah, and it's and he some... sprays blood everywhere because everybody apparently everybody in Victoria, England had high blood pressure. Got his neck wet. Yeah, and it, at some point the the pretty sailor showed up saying how he's gonna. That's but that's when the judge shows up. Yeah, the judge is there. It's yeah, Alan Rickman, Judge Snape shows up, and and because uh, Peter Pettigrew convinced him to go get a. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's work backwards through this. So the judge shows up because Peter Pettigrew convinced him to show up to get a get a shave because Robin wasn't attracted to him because he found out that Robin was being chased by the pretty sailor. Okay, that's scans. Yep. So in reverse chronological order, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so now the and judge so is there. Yeah, the judge is there, and then Pretty Boy Taylor shows up, and he's like, I'm in love with Robin! And the judge is like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what the deuce? World Stewies. And uh, he gets real mad-like and says that if you associate with uh, trash like that kid, he won't be back for any more barbering. With his face half-shaved. Yeah. Or and, shorn. Half-shorn. Yeah, that's good. Shorn. I like it. And uh, Bob Barker gets real mad at Pretty Sailor because he was totally going to murder that guy. Murdidly Erdler, that guy. You know, for bloodlust. Yeah. You know, for fucking up his entire life. And bloodlust. And so, uh, Judge Snape heads home, catches Robin packing up her things to run off. They uh, take her to Asylum. Oh, so okay, so now we're in Sucker Punch. Got you. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's wearing sailor suits for no particular reason. <laughs> and they have musical interludes where she fights a giant samurai robot. Yeah. The trick is you got to bring back one thing from each of the dream sequences. That's how you get out of the asylum. You got to sing a song about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, when did they sing Army of Me? I don't remember. <laughs> Three times already. Before the or, credits uh, even finished rolling. Or White Rabbit. Actually, the, the Sucker Punch version of White Rabbit's real good. That's later. White Alessandra Torresani, I think, is the singer, maybe? I don't remember. Maybe, or maybe that was the actress from Caprica. I don't remember. White Rabbit's a good song. Yeah, the, the soundtrack to Sucker Punch, real good, actually. I also enjoy the movie, but it is controversial. Fair. So, uh, now we got Robin at the asylum. 
Yep. Uh, the judge uh, wants nothing to do with Bob Barker anymore. Right. And uh, Marla got the idea of cooking the cooking uh, Borat into a pie. Yeah, because meat's so to get, expensive. To get rid of the, and to get rid of the body. Ground up corpse, full bellies. I like it. And then uh, Marla and Bob Barker start looking out the window and talking about all the wonderful pies they can make from all the people out there. Well, they sing about it. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. They sing about it. Also, there's a crazy old fucking lady uh, who's been like showing up occasionally with like her diseased face. Yeah. And she keeps yelling about uh, things. Old T. Swad yes. being a bad guy. Yeah. With, you know, with, she's selling bread to, to feed the birds on Trafalgar Square, I think. Yeah. Tuppence. Yep. What? Hey, Chris got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. That's fine. And do you have tuppence for paper and string? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you have to invest it. See, you can't just blow it. Nope. No. <laughs> so, um, cut to a uh, a montage of murder chair building. Murdered the Erdler chair building. And, uh... Slice, dump, drop. Yeah, so they they retrofit the barber chair to have a foot pedal that jettisons people backwards through the floor into the the murder basement. The murder the Erdler basement. Sing about it. Where they have a comically large meat grinder... Yes. ...that they use to make people pies. And the fucking, like, oven that she cooks these pies in looks like a boiler. Yeah, and it's... You gotta boil your pies. It's fucking Because I just... I just thought it was a boiler until the very end when they open it up and there's pies in there. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Boiled yeah, pie. Everybody knows the best pies are cooked at 237 fucking thousand degrees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With, like... With like six foot tall flames licking over everything. Yeah. It's a broiler boiler. The thing is like twice the size of a refrigerator. It's fucking absurd. You yeah. don't cook your pies in a commercial water heater? You know what makes the best pies? Coal. Burn coal underneath your pies and it will they'll have the best tasting pies ever. You get that smoky taste. Yeah. Pie in a pie unless it's got some creosote on it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All the benzene you can eat. So, uh, they have a murder montage where he keeps yeah, slitting throats and dumping them down. And again, everybody's blood shoots out like this is a Japanese, like, cheap, like a, like a low-budget Japanese movie, horror movie. Like, yeah. fucking fire hoses of blood shooting out people's necks. Like it's or some shit. watching the bodies yeah. hit the concrete. That is yeah. hilarious. I don't think it was supposed to be. That's the best part. But it is fucking <laughs> hilarious. That was yeah. a personal highlight for me was how hard the corpses hit the ground. <laughs> how hard the bodies hit the floor? No. No, okay. I wouldn't. Um, I'm good. Okay. But something's okay. got to Thank give. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll fuck you up. Go he ahead, will, he will take book. you to a pool and drown you, Chris. Puddle of drowning mud. I don't know. Uh, this whole thing's gotten kind of blurry for me now. So, uh, 
the pie shop puts up some posters where they're going to have the big reopening because yep. everybody loves people pies. And nobody wanted them old, dirty, moldy cockroach pie she had earlier. Yeah, weird. I don't understand that. It's totally baffling. But people I love like it when you feed them people. Pie. Yeah. So they have soylent green pies for everybody. Yep. It's people. And uh, they sing about it. Of what? course. Uh, Get the fuck but out Toby of town. still has no idea what's going on. He just thinks that they are selling awesome pies. Yeah. And uh, the crazy lady shows up. Because she's seen the thick black smoke rising from the uh, fucking smelting furnace in the goddamn yep. basement. So she knows there is no new Pope yet. Yeah. That's how you can tell. That is, actually. <laughs> and she's uh, in there trying to get everybody to know that uh, something's up. But they just kick her out. Yeah, Marley just kicks her right the fuck out. Six Toby on her. Yep. And he's all like, woof, 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 and like, just drops a bookcase on her. Sounds like Toby. Yeah. Remember your dog knocked down the. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I know. Bookcase <laughs> Chris was just looking at me like, has he lost his mind? <laughs> he's, he's, he was the dog. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of that. The dog is the dog. <laughs> yes, Chris, I have lost my mind. It's fine. So, uh, in fact, someone could ask, "Where is my mind?" That's a good song too. It also is the ending song to Fight Club. It all circles Fight back. Fight Club. Yeah, never heard of it. Good. Then Chris has a movie to show you later. Yeah. Is it scary? No. Depends how capitalist you are. Yeah. Or how attached you are to testicles. Uh, none to both. Oh, then that's not scary. Yeah, you'll be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be a comedy then. No testicles or capitalism for me, thanks. Noted. So, uh, I wish you'd follow your notes and quit throwing all that capitalism and testicles at me all the time. <laughs> just handfuls of capitalism. Just yeah. And t- well, it's, it's just, mostly the testicles that bothers me. <laughs> What? They're not yours. If they didn't I mean, want me to throw them, they wouldn't sell them by the bucket. I mean, just because he doesn't grow the grow them doesn't mean he doesn't own them. Yeah. Yeah, but you're just cutting them off in their sleep. That's not buying anything. You bought Stealing. scissors. Possession is nine tenths of the testicle. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. They're yours then. Just at least nine tenths of them are. Yeah. You know what they say. You should always have an odd number of testicles. That's how you confuse the fairies so they don't take you. Yeah. Uh, that all checks out. Uh, I didn't get this back piece about odd numbers of testicles for nothing. I smacked Chris in his titty. Go ahead, Chris. Read your book. So, uh... <laughs> Bob Barker. I'm just sorry. I'm just picturing someone getting a tattoo of a testicle on them. So they think they have three testicles. So the fairies don't take them away. Oh, I thought you were laughing because I smacked him in his titty. No, just, no there's nothing funny about that. It was funny to me. I'm still laughing. There's nothing funny about violence, Brett. Well, what about when it's inflicted on Chris? Uh, okay. Well, no, that's different. See, that's pretty funny. That's not Give violence. Me. 
That's comedy. Same. Oh, I gotta go put our tag back on an Apple Podcast. Hold on. Take your shirt off. <laughs> so, uh, no, take... no, put your shirt back on, Chris. Please. No, no, it's too late. Uh, too many belly buttons. Not enough nipples on this one. I was gonna say five. <laughs> five what? <laughs> exactly. Which yeah. group of five things are you concerned about? Because there's a couple. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Hey. First, it isn't supposed to have that many navels. I'm the way the Among Lord made things. me. Aside from the serious amount of modifications I've made in the meantime. Yeah. See, American Mary was a documentary for Chris, not a horror movie. Cigarette burns are not navels. Read your book. Yeah, I have a lot of notes from that movie. <laughs> so, uh, the pies are going so well that... Bob Barker and Fight Club get married. Like, no, they do they don't actually get married? They go on a vacation oh, they to do. like the beach, color TV land. Or no, no, they go on a picnic, they go on a fucking picnic to the countryside, and he's all depressed looking. And she's like, Hey, what if we went to the beach and had a great time? And you know, you could get married at the beach and it would be lovely, and we could be married, husband and wife, and blah blah blah. And then it kind of just cuts back to them sitting underneath a tree in the countryside with him looking depressed because he knows that his daughter is being held captive by Judge Snape and that Judge Snape wants to marry her. Because that's what you should do as an old man is marry the daughter of the woman you were in love with. That checks out. Yeah, no. No, it, it's it's a poor decision. Not even a don't, little bit. Don't do that, listeners. Yeah. In case Not even once. Incredibly specific series of things happens to apply to you. Yes. So uh, they come up with a plan to spring Robin from the asylum. Yes. Where old uh, pretty sailor is going to pose as a hair collector? Yeah. To spring I think I make her. wigs somehow, Chris. I don't think anybody's saying anything in minutes. I feel like we've missed something. While Bob... Barker writes a note to Judge Snape saying how he got with Pretty Sailor and is going to get the girl for him. Well, the girl's going to be at his shop. Yeah, and then he can come get her to lure him into the gingerbread house. Yeah, because they want to kill him. But I'm also pretty sure that kind of the implication that uh, you could pretty much do whatever you want with the women in the asylum as long as you pay the warden guy. Yeah. And just hair collector was like the least creepy thing they could come up with. Yeah. Well, what's a good reason to go in there that isn't sex perverty? Hair collector? Well, oddly enough, yeah. sex perverty still, but less sex perverty than some of the other options. Less like yeah, less damaging mentally, like mentally damaging to the victim, I guess. Still weird. Yeah, yeah, I see less, not zero. Yeah. Then brah. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. So, uh, he 
Pretty Sailor manages to get Robin. <laughs> and sick all of the inmates on the warden guy. Yeah, which good. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. Tear him apart. I'm okay with that. Uh, the judge shows up. Bob Barker is like, yeah, she'll be here shortly. You want to look good, right? But she's already there in the trunk. Yes. And then, but she's like dressed up, like she's dressed up like a boy or something, right? Yeah, to get her around the Victorian asylum guards that well, wander the streets. Oh yeah, I mean, if you lose an inmate, you look for the person running around in a hospital gown, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Um, the, the crazy lady shows up at some point and gets shoved down the murder chute. Well, she gets her throat slit because she's like shouting at uh, Bob Barker about some odd, st- some cr- some stuff, and he's like, "Woman, stop shouting at me!" And she, like slits her throat, and she's like, "Do I know you?" And then dies and falls down the chute. Yeah, this may or may not have been the point where I stopped paying attention for approximately 26 minutes. Yeah, and uh, and that happens before the judge shows up. The judge shows up. He starts shaving the judge and then, like, stabs him with the razor at first because razors don't work that way. Yeah, you know, and that, that sharp mad about that edge too. of the razor. But then he does end up slitting his throat with the razor. Yeah. And and then like he stabs him and then and then pulls it back out and then slits his throat. Yeah. If you went in at an angle with the corner on that razor, it doesn't have a corner, but there's a there's a certain sharp bend at the top of that razor, you could stab that through somebody's neck. Yeah, but it didn't. It looked like he just jabbed it in, like it was a dagger as opposed to a razor, which is fine. Whatever, it's a fucking like musical. I don't care. But then he drops him down the chute. Yeah. And oh, at this point, Toby's like, you know, I want to do more than just kind of like stand outside of your shop and convince people to come in. Can I like help make the pies? And Marla's like, sure, come down here and here's the meat and here's the grinder. You run the meat through the grinder and it comes out the other end and then we make it into pies. And then he's like, but what about this pile of corpses over here with meat removed from them? And she's like, oh, that's where the meat comes from. And he's like, I don't know if I'm okay with this. And and then the judge falls down. Oh, and he runs off, and then the judge falls down the chute, and Marla goes to grab him and start skinning him or whatever, and he starts talking to her, and she screams and starts yelling, and that's when uh, uh, Bob Barker was talking to his daughter, hears that, and runs downstairs. Old John Depp. And through some kind of contrivance, finds out that the crazy disease lady was actually his wife. Yeah. Who had not actually, she apparently had faked her death. Or did a bad job. Or, yeah, or just made herself ugly somehow instead of killing herself. And yeah. he gets angry that uh, he did not, he didn't go back to being with his wife and daughter. And well, it's because Fight throws, Club lied to him through song. Yeah. And then Marla throws Marla into the oven slash boiler. Yeah. And, she gets burnt. 
up. Yeah. And then he uh, has a good old-fashioned cry holding his dead wife. What? Yep. When uh, Toby emerges from the sewer because fuck you. Yep. And then I just, he, he uh, slits uh, Bob Barker's throat. Yeah. He murderly erdlered the murderly erdler. Yeah. Which, Double diddly erdlered. You know, fair enough, I guess. Turnabout's fair play. And then he bleeds all over his dead wife. Credits. Yep. Didn't even sing a song about it, just bled. Well, it's hard to sing when, like, your throat is cut open. Yeah. Oh, I guess it would be. It would more just be a series of wet gasping noises. I can't relate to that. I've never been there. So hot, Lita. What? What is your totally objective opinion on this? Well, it's a musical, so I didn't care for it. They spend about an hour and a half of the movie singing, which is fine for musicals, but that's my chief complaint with musicals. Uh, the story Brett was kind of like music. It's true. I, I hate all forms of music. All I like is silence or screaming, nothing rhythmic, unless it's ACDC. He loves ACDC. That's the only music I will listen to is ACDC. Because it's I'm all explosions and weather phenomena. That misfits or Slayer crap. Ugh. Who's got time for that? Only ACDC for me. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, it, it just wasn't good. The story could have taken about. It could have been a Tim Burton short film. They could have cinched that up in about seven minutes if there wasn't all the songs. The guy was on a boat. He lost his wife a while ago. The other guy that screwed him over has his daughter now that he had with his wife. And now that kid wants it. The wife was the lady. The end. That's the whole movie right there. Except you have to sing for 20 minutes every 45 seconds. So you liked it? No. Oh, no, I wasn't I good. I misunderstood. So was it as lit as a boiler? No, it was about as lit as a rock that you find outside right now after dusk. Um, well, if I live near a coal field? I don't know. I could light those rocks. Probably. It's a bad those, rock. I don't know. I guess uh, if you like musicals or whatever, it's okay. I don't know. I don't know anybody that really likes... My wife likes it, so I guess it's it has its audience, I suppose. But if you're going to watch something with Tim Burton, especially Tim Burton and Johnny Depp, you have a lot more better options than Sweeney Todd. Such as? Edward Scissorhands. It's a legit good movie. What if you call this Edward Razorhands? That's the version Chris made. The prequel. Yeah. The knockoff. Like Transmorphers. Yes. So, no. I mean, if you like musicals or whatever, I guess so. But I wouldn't know because I don't like musicals. So, I can't recommend it, I suppose. Nah, fam. Is that what you're waiting for? What are you waiting for? What do you want from me? Oh. Uh, sorry. I Transition? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Good segue. Thanks, Troy. Can't you be more helpful like Troy? 
<laughs> you just let me yell and get mad. <laughs> well, that, it, that's its own special kind of fun. Yeah, this movie is uh, too long. That's what she said. The songs... Uh, I don't have the same uh, problem with the musical. I'm okay with the musical. But the the singing should be part of the thing, not work against it. When the singing seems like a way to make a movie that wasn't going to hit feature length, hit feature length, that's an issue. It is visually completely uninspiring. It has its moments of being tolerable. Like the dream sequency thing where they go to the boardwalk and get married and all that stuff. There's like color and it's it's interesting to see. But for the most part, the whole thing is just gray and bland. And I feel bad for the set designers and everybody who put all this time and effort into costumes and whatnot. And they're like, okay, now we're going to crank all the color down and make it look like you're watching this on a black and white TV. That or else they went to like Home Depot and grabbed like the three color strips that are all different, like different shades of gray and said, we need 1700 buckets of paint in each of these colors. I mean, they're the story for what it is, isn't terrible. It's sort of interesting. I mean, I don't know. If you like a musical, it's probably fine, I guess. But this is just not really my wheelhouse. I'd say you could probably pass on this one. Unless you want to see a horror-adjacent musical, and you haven't seen other ones that do it better, I say go for it. Watch Tokyo Tribe instead. Fair enough. Or, or Anna and the Apocalypse. Or Cannibal the Musical. Or hell, even Repo the Genetic Opera. No! Oh, yeah. Yeah, that also has Giles in it. Ah. But yeah, I mean, so far as a horror-based musical go, you could do better. Uh, it commits the greatest sin of any movie, and that's just, it's kind of bland. And it's over two hours long, almost. What do you it's say, It's two hours it? and two minutes. Too damn Probably. long! What do I think? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Like, it's okay. Like, I would just, it's like a solid four and a half out of ten. Like, it's not quite mediocre in my mind. It's not quite average. It's slightly below average. Um, yeah, the story felt like they were, they stretched it way too thin to try to get, I, I actually would have appreciated if they had, like, Instead of just having like the killing montage where he slits a bunch of people's throats, like actually like having him interact with them might have been more interesting. Um, less singing probably would have helped. I would love to see a full on like horror movie done like with this story and like the barber, like you know, like having them like feed people to people. And I like it could be a full on horror story if they wanted to make it that make it into that. And I would love to see that. But this is not that. This is a musical they trimmed down to two hours or a movie that they stretched out to two hours. And either way, that's <clears> bad. So I would prefer 
uh, one or the other, not this. So I'd say this is pretty much skippable. I would not recommend people watch it. Skippable. What are we watching? Like Speaking of watching things, Chris, what are we watching next week? <laughs> We're gonna watch Bloody Birthday, as suggested by me. Right. Yep. So it's probably yes. bad. Oh, I vaguely it, remember that. That shit was yeah. wild, dude. I'm sure it's gonna be terrible because Hotlanta has a record of recommending terrible movies to us. Let me see. I don't remember. I think, I there's, I, I think there's maybe one movie you've recommended that I enjoyed. <laughs> And I think you weren't here for it, which I think was even better. <laughs> I don't remember. Bloody Birthday is either... There, so there's been a few movies that I've requested that I completely stopped watching in the middle of them or wherever I was at because I realized it would be so great for the podcast. Like Mad Men, is that what you were talking about? No, Mad Men. I didn't... Mad Men was okay. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to, though. I don't know. I yeah, defend like birthday. Uh, bloody birthday was pretty fucked up. I think it's fine. We'll watch it. We'll, we'll be watching out. it next week. That's yeah. awesome. I'm excited. So, what if people want to uh, back up the fact that you're bad at picking movies? How would they do that? I don't know. Call you five 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 five. Oh, no fake phone numbers. That goes bad when we do the fake phone numbers. Oh, uh, let me let me pull <laughs> oh, yeah, up. Right. Let me get my contact. No, we called we called the number in the movie that time though. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go good. Let's see. We had five one. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. You can uh, yeah. you can look eight us six up. seven. I don't understand. Five three zero oh, nine. Okay. Yeah. For a good time, call. Somebody named Jenny. Yeah. There you go. You can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can find us on the slaughterhouseprincess.com because we're also Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. All the other reasons that we're Slaughterhouse Princess can be found on YouTube and Stitcher and iTunes and Google Play and iHeartRadio and Spotify. Hell, you can bark at your Alexis to make it go Slaughterhouse Princess. Because it's or Slaughterhouse Princess, of course. You can also listen to fucking Enamel by Gore on Alexis. We found that out earlier. Uh, sorry, I started talking about Gore and got really sidetracked. Uh, the, three, the three other things you can do at SlaughterhousePrincess.com. Oh, yeah, the old uh, Discord store and Patreon.SlaughterhousePrincess.com. Yeah, thanks to all the patrons. Yes, thank you very much. We you appreciate your guys. support. Real nice like. If you guys pay us enough money, I'll hit Chris. How much is that? How much do they have to pay us, Hotlanta? Not very much. <laughs> I'm already ready. So, so come back for a bloody birthday. I got my fist balled up. Uh-huh. And while other podcasts think about movies, we will threaten violence against one of our hosts. Bye. You can throw that at the end if you want, Chris, or I figure you're going to throw something about me being sore from pounding things.